In this episode, we make a fabulous announcement that could involve you. Paul thinks I look like a movie star. Adam and Paul admit to both being lazy landscape photographers. Paul's mouth turns potty and Adam seizes every opportunity to plug his raw room. Oh, and his prints as well. But for the record, he still refuses to play that damn guitar. Buckle up, it's another podcast. So, we've got an idea, haven't we, guys? Haphazard way yeah, she yeah. starts. <laughs> I was looking at Adam, I thought you were going to do me to give. Do a professional, me? yeah. No, oh, what? Cheeky. What? <laughs> well, you said I swear a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, because that's not going to go on video, is it? He said, Isn't oh, we want, someone profes- we want somebody professional who looks at him. <laughs> I didn't even look at myself. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. No, no, it's already, oh, already no, started. No, 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 no. You can't wait. We're not going to beep, beep it. <laughs> you do have to beep it, or you can't monetize it. Oh, that's, that's true. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What word did you say that I have to beep? Uh, um. He called you. A, he called you a. T- <laughs> <laughs> so we've had an idea. Do you want me to start the camera? Yes. Oh, the camera. Yeah, yeah do it to the camera. So we've had an idea. We want to have a bit more interaction with everybody, and we thought having Gary here with his big studio that we would put on a bit of an evening and you can come down, meet us, we'll talk to you a little bit, then we can have a bit of a Q&A session, then we can just have a bit of a nice time, get to know each other, a bit of social interaction, that kind of thing. Just a social evening, really, where we can meet you and just have a good time, really. So we will arrange a date. When you're watching this, have a look in the description below or check on the photonerds.co.uk website for the date. We'll put it on Instagram We'll advertise it as widely as possible uh, and hopefully give Gary a hard time the next day to clear everything up because it's been such good crack. So You see how he's hogging the, the camera now? I know. Yeah, he's got his first man mode. No, <laughs> <laughs> and it's free. And it's free. It's free. Did, yeah. you, did you say, because I wasn't listening, did you say that we're going to podcast it? No, I didn't. Yeah, we're going to podcast it and we're going to hand a microphone around and we're going to ask for questions and then we're going to talk around the subject. Yeah. And the other thing, what did we else did we say? We it was a live Q&A session. Yeah, there was something it's else. It's more really for the social aspect, I think, Yeah, to be honest, because that's what, that's why we've decided to make it free. Yes. Okay. Is it free? Well, okay. Cool. Free. No swearing. No swearing. Will no swearing on the will night. Will that be cool? Will there be food? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to sit now. We're going to put a price on the door. Yeah, it's completely free, but if you want coffee, it's £8 a cup. <laughs> Don't get a hot dog van in the car park. A man's got to eat. <laughs> there was something else. It was podcasting and something else, and I've forgotten what it was. But it can't be that important. It's going to be good, isn't mm. it? It is. It'll be a laugh. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good idea. Again, us just giving something back. But it's the social side, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Right, this week's vlog. Yes. Are we going to stop that now? This week's podcast. We're going to have a break. And... No, I'll just go with it. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, that will edit. Okay, right. it'll edit. Right. Are, you, are you trying to add some sort of professionalism into no, the podcast? No, I'm worried sport. about your edit. <laughs> no, no, there's no editing. It's just going straight on. Yeah, yeah. Questions for this week then. What have we got? You go for it. I think the uh, camera one was the good one. What? Camera one. What? Camera one? Yeah. What? The, what one about for, the one about photography. Bad habits. Oh, we talked about photography a lot last week, and now you want to talk about photography again. Yeah, no, personal bad habits. <laughs> I get uh, told off by my daughter for picking my nose. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that's what, exactly what, it. Was yeah. it about bad habits? I don't know. I'm out, I'm out of the loop on this one. So you don't have any bad habits? Photography bad habits. You, what's that shooting in aperture priority? I, I, do, you know, do you know a bad habit I do have, right? Uh, this, right. Is, this is one that 
irritates me so much because I just don't <laughs> seem to be able to correct it is I'm not, con- well, I'm a control freak probably, but I'm not a perfectionist, right? So I never try to get things perfect because I think you can either do one thing perfectly or you can do 10 things to 90%. And I think the latter is better for me yeah, because you get more done. But one one thing I do get perfect is when I'm framing a print that I've sold. Mm. So if I sell a print, I want it to be perfect. I want you to know if you're spending money on buying my artwork that you're getting something special. Mm. Um, but every time I do it, without fail, I will do something stupid. I'm, I'm not really clumsy. But for example, take the cellophane off the, the uh, frame once I get it custom made. And then you've got usually the ones I sell because it allows you to post them. It uses Perspex cover instead of glass. So it's it's susceptible to scratches. So you've got to be really careful with it. And I wear like white gloves. But almost every time I'll just turn and knock it and cause a scratch, at which point that frame is done for. Mm. And I've got to get another one. Yeah. Every single time I do something like that where I damage whatever I'm trying, whether it's the whether it's the mat or the print itself or the frame or the anything, the packaging, whatever, I will damage something just through, through clumsiness. <laughs> uh, and it's just gone. you got to replace it and do it You again. should sell distressed frames. Yeah. That eradicates that <laughs> issue, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, go down but, the market and sell then you, frames secondhand. Yeah, Seconds. Maybe. I usually, if I, if I do that, I'll just usually keep it for myself right. and put it up on my own wall, knowing that... Give it away I've for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, give it away. That's yeah. Only you could turn the question of bad habits into a self-publicized, I sell prints. People know I sell prints. <laughs> but it's a bad habit. It's... I'll tell you what your bad habit is. Go on. Every time we try and have a conversation, you always bring it round to you selling prints. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't think I've ever done that before. You never have. You never have. Do you know what bad habit you have? Oh, go on. Looking at your phone. Yeah. Looking at I'm your phone. I'm going to put this over here. No, because yeah. I've got topics on it that we need yeah, to no, talk about. Yeah, but we don't about. need it. We've got our topic now. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. I'm leave it over here. Right. Yeah. Are you uncomfortable now, aren't no, you? I'll I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's bad habit corrected. Yeah. I, I have a bad habit. It's um, um, I must have one leg shorter than the other. All the years I've been a, a wedding photographer, whenever I look at the pictures, so everything is handheld, is always at a slight angle. I'm not joking. Yeah, Always. And you, I know it. And well, I still can't correct Gary, it. Gary, if you look to yourself in the mirror, mate, I'm not being funny, but one of your eyes is an inch and a half higher than the other one. <laughs> have you ever watched The Goonies? Something like that. Gary, have you ever watched The Goonies? Yeah, no. You, you yes. know, there's, a, there's a bloke that's sat in, uh, uh, chained up and you look just like him. But seriously, you do. You're spinning me chopping. Again, none taken. <laughs> So you no, reckon, I, I, I'm going to show you the picture. He says, he's no, because one eye is an inch and a half higher, don't you see? <laughs> I'm being silly. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I'm going to show you the picture, and you said, no, take it. When you see it, you're going to go mad. Yeah. Go don't on, show don't, me don't, a picture don't. like Wayne Rooney. No, like, no, 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 no. We won't speak to each other again. Yeah, yeah. Here it's we go. <laughs> Sorry, it's called Sloth. That's it, that's it. There he is, mate. That's you. Oh, yeah. Dead ringer. Yeah, I'm sure I'm Googling it right now. If you listen on podcast, by the way, and you've never seen us on a video, I look exactly like that. Sloth from the Goonies. That's an interesting point, though. So just generally with with photography, do you like straight lines? Do you you like 
your lines to be straight. I do. Oh. And you know, you know, when you shoot a, a seascape and you slightly at an angle from looking straight out to sea and you get that horizon that just goes up a little bit mm. and you can't straighten it because if you straighten it, everything else goes out of kilter. That really, for when my personal shots, there's loads that have it been is one of, done It's that. one of the things I've been considering recently is, is say, well, let's say landscape photography, but it's true for lots of genres of photography. If you decide to have a horizon at an angle, mm. is that a creative decision or is that objectively wrong? Uh, it's a really difficult one what i'll say is, is i've taken shots because creatively the shot uh the composition of the slot look right but when i've got it back into post-processing and i look at it in my eye it looks wrong yeah no the horizon's it, but, always level no matter which angle you shoot it at yeah but it's always level yeah no but if you so shoot that, if, if you, you're you using your get, frame to have it yeah you can have you so if you shoot directly out to see it'll be level but if you if you go off to one to the left or to the right particularly if you've got headland it can look like it's going up yeah. Uh, and it's not, it's just the way that you've shot the shot. Um, so uh, I've seen it a couple of times where people have commented on other people's images to say that uh, it, the horizon is off, and it isn't. It's just the way that it looks in camera or the perspective, I should say. Uh, uh, and I've made that mistake myself. But I'll tell you what does wind me up um, is when people take images of lighthouses or castles or something, and it's wonky. You know, yeah. because you get the perspective issue. Yeah. Uh, straighten uh, it. Yeah, but you can straighten it, can't you? In, That's kind of the point, room. though. Say so if you purposely have a horizon diagonal in your frame, is that, and you do it on purpose, <laughs> is that subjectively okay or is it objectively wrong? That's. Are you, you talking from a personal level or are you talking well, from... Well, subjectively, it would be personal, but is it is it objectively wrong? Yeah, but the, the like, answer, is it wrong to do that? That's no, no, the, the, well, the answer to that is, 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 is easy, really, is that if you're, if you're going to take your horizon off level, then it needs to be far enough to be creative. Mm. If it's off slightly, it means it's a mistake. Mm. If it's a 45-degree angle, then you've not made a mistake by taking it at that angle. Yeah. Then that's a creative decision you as a photographer has made. Yeah. It'll be wrong, by the way, but... <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that's kind of my point. I mean, that's a good way of putting it. But say if... At what point does it become objective? So if, if 99% yeah. of people don't like a, not, a non-straight horizon, so it's not on a diagonal creatively... If 99% of people do, don't like that, does it become objective? It's know. awkward for landscapes. For, for portraits, it's fairly commonplace. For weddings, it's fairly commonplace. Yeah. But for landscapes, it's simply because the horizon is, is natural to our eye level. Yeah. And the minute it goes outside of that. I mean, that's, that's usually one of the, the, the biggest mistakes that learners make is when they're posting pictures to social media. If the horizon is slightly off being perfectly level, it's really off-putting to the mm. human eye. Yeah. Really off-putting. I know what you mean. I can't find the image that I want to I'm not. I'm not a big fan of lines not being straight. So in, in a portrait, for example, if you've gone a bit off and then you've got, like say, you've got a window behind and you can see the window frame. Yeah. I want that window frame to be straight yeah. in the background. Even, yeah. if it's in, even if it's in background blur, yeah. I want that window to be straight in the background. I mean, it doesn't go, it's not, we're not going to talk about Fabonacci here, but it is due to, composition and how your eyes work yeah, and so what that's looks right or what looks wrong. That's where my question about, is, yeah. is it objective coming from? It, 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 it would look wrong to me in camera, so I would automatically skew things in camera. So if it doesn't suit the maths, 
of yeah. composition. Yeah, it does, does it suit. become objectively wrong? That's kind of yeah. I don't have an answer. I think it depends whether you shoot in fine art or um, whether you shoot in mm. fine art. Is a, so somebody said uh, one of the comments on the video we mentioned fine art was it's used a lot for people shooting nudes. Nude photography is classed as fine art. Yeah, well, I, I, that, yeah. I didn't have that analogy uh, because I've never shot nudes. So it, it, for me, fine art is artistic. You doing what you want in camera to get an artistic result. Yeah. Well, if you want a diagonal uh, going all the way through the uh, image, um, but then when you try and sell it as something other than that, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. So if it's compositionally wrong and somebody's saying, well, what they're doing is they're creating a balanced image when compositionally it really isn't. Yeah, I then... guess if you, if you were just looking at a sort of classic sort of wide-angle landscape shot, it wouldn't feel right if the land, if the horizon was... No. That, 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 that's a really good comment because what, what this is the thing is, is when we pe people talk about an eye, I don't know what that really means, having an eye for a shot. Mm. But... When I look through a viewfinder, I'm not thinking, well, actually, this has got to be rules of thirds and this has got to be Fabinacci and this has got to be this and this has got to be that. It either looks right to me in my yeah. eye, or a camera, or it doesn't. So a lot of people, which there's nothing wrong with, will have a spirit level on the top of the camera or they'll use the in-camera thing to get things level. I can see by looking through yeah. that it's not level. And don't get me wrong, there is small instances where I'm a little bit off and I just have to uh, alter it a little bit in Lightroom, but it's very rare these days. You know, one thing I love is that when, when I have that opinion, when I think, I, I think I like lines to be straight, what I like as well is that when I'm proven wrong, so yeah. say, say if someone shows me an image with a horizon, there's someone out there now who's hearing what I'm saying, they're sat at home with this amazing image on their computer where they've, they've put the, the horizon at a 45 degree angle if I then see that and I'm surprised by it and they prove me wrong, I love that. I love. Like, but where in real life would your horizon, unless you're uh, drunk, no, it would be it, at 45 degree angle? It, well, it wouldn't, would it? It, no. doesn't, it doesn't work. No. It, it might work from, a, from an artistic yeah, point of view. that's what I'm talking view, about. If I you know, uh, but I love this uh, 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 intentional camera movement uh, pictures that people are doing. There's one guy, oh. uh, uh, you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you can see, Gary. Oh. Uh, but there's one guy uh, that Tommy and uh, Thomas Eaton had on his channel uh, and he does it and his, his images look like a Turner painting and I really oh. like it from an artistic point of view. Yeah. I think it's awesome from an artistic point of view, from a purely photographic point of view it's not really a photograph anymore uh, other than you're writing with light I suppose yeah. it's the terminology isn't it but, but if you like it great but if you're taking a picture of a landscape image for it to be a landscape image and the, <laughs> the horizons at 45 degrees is that actually it is obviously a landscape image because you've taken a picture of it yeah. but it doesn't sit right with anybody's brain because we're not our heads cocked at 45 yeah, degrees well, I've, I've never seen one that works ever. No, I think the minute you, the minute you walk away from water, yeah, okay, then you can get away with it. Mm. So if you want to shoot buildings, then yeah, perfect. But you know, yeah. shove it on a forty-five degree angle, it's great. Then then you can afford to look for angles and be really creative with your photography. But the minute water is in place, the human eye knows that to be level. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Because mm. gravity makes it level. Mm. It? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, even waterfalls. If 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 you're trying to take a picture of a, of a middle of a waterfall and it doesn't sit right, then you adjust it in your crop to make it yeah. fall better. If that makes sense, but that can only usually, work if usually, you if the floor. usually if you're taking a picture of a waterfall, you will have flat water in it as well, either at the base of the waterfall or at the usually. top. Usually, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. 
actually in that picture I took in North Yorkshire, don't with a rainbow. But yeah, um, no, I mean it, it's, sometimes it's if if you got it wrong at a forty-five degree angle, you can go in close, crop in, and you'll get some sort of image that wouldn't work normally with a normal landscape shot because you take the horizon or, or uh, out of yeah. the equation. So don't how, you? how sort of pernickety are you about getting that right in camera absolutely oh, in camera yeah what when i'm shooting weddings not weddings no, landscapes, landscapes more so oh 100 100 i cannot take a picture unless i get the level level yeah i can't at the time of shooting at the time of do shooting. you ever do you ever get in there and you've had you've got to alter it a couple of degrees in 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 lightroom or photoshop no never i'm lazy i i I won't always get it right in camera. Like, it'll be one or two degrees. Me, well, so will I, because that's what I say. I do it by eye. Especially because I'm using a ball yeah. head, yeah. actually. Like, yeah. I use a ball head for a number of reasons, but one of the reasons that, or one of the downsides of that is that it's harder to get But it people are going to be screaming at us because we talk about slow down. There really is no excuse, is there? If you think about it, there's no excuse. That's my excuse. Yeah, and me. Uh, because, I don't know if it's lazy. It's just because 99.9% .9 of the time, when I see it as level, it's level. Hmm. Uh, uh, and it, uh, when I do um, change things in Lightroom, it's because I'm a degree off, and it, I'm just thinking, "Hang on a minute, what an idiot! I had that, I got that wrong." <laughs> I even do it with my vlogging camera. If I'm going to take a time lapse, for instance, I never set the time lapse going until I have a green horizontal line. Yeah. It has to be perfect every time. And not only that, but I don't want to then have to start post-processing my B-roll. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's bad enough with my normal roll, let alone my B-roll. <laughs> Jeez. No, but I, th I think I'm more conscious of it because uncontrollably I can't get it right in camera when I shoot weddings. Mm. But but that's genuine. That's absolutely genuine. Yeah, I'm shocking for it. But, uh, but you know, you're not always you know you're acting much more swiftly with wedding photography, aren't you? It's not. Oh, of course, yeah. It's on the fly. You don't have the, you don't have the time to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be thinking all the time about your levels. Yeah. You're just doing it on feel, aren't yeah. you, rather than. Judging the, it. the other yeah. thing that we're discussing is is we're discussing people we're discussing from a perspective where primarily at least two out of the three if they're going out and shooting they're shooting and vlogging at the same time so you know how you're saying the laziness aspect well you're going to set the camera up of it what you think's right but you're not going to spend an hour and a half getting it dead level because you've got other things to think about yeah. as well uh, I don't think I was any different when I just did well, you know. when I wasn't filming though <laughs> well, that's I, honest I, yeah, I don't think I was. How many times do you? How many times would you say? Because I can't remember the last time I used the leveling tool. I mean, yeah, I because it's only on the, the, since I had the Canon five D Mark four that I had. Did the Mark three have a leveler on it? No, I mean the level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't mean the leveling tool in camera. I mean uh, the leveling tool on Lightroom to straighten up oh, the horizon. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, can't remember the last time I used it. Oh no, I use it all the time. Uh, uh. <laughs> but again it doesn't mean to say you're doing it wrong no. well it does well I am <laughs> you are no, I am you remember you know where Cockett Island is it's um, Lower Hawksley I did a vlog from that and I shot at an angle to the horizon and the way the perspective worked with the foreground element and the sea it looked cockeyed and it wasn't cockeyed. Yeah. It's just the perspective of how the angles worked. And if I put the horizon straight, yeah, then the rest looked wrong. Yeah. Uh, and that shot really irritates me so much. So that's what I was doing. If anybody's watching me looking at my phone, I was looking for it on my Instagram feed and I've, I've, I've uh, archived it because uh, I just, it, the shot doesn't sit well with my head. Yeah. One thing I do 
is that when so talk about me not using the straightening tool all the time that obviously crops it a bit doesn't it what I do do though is when I every time I take an image and I do my composition check around the edge of my frame and if there are things that are only just making it into the frame like a rock in some water or something or a tree that I want to get the whole tree in and I'm checking around the outside of my frame and if there are things that are just just right it's at that point I will take more care about how level I am mm. if I can't afford for that frame to be cropped at all I'll be much more accurate with how straight I am but Many, many times you, you can afford to lose a degree or two with straightening. Mm. I think yeah, we were talking, are we still on bad habits or not? Have we moved on? Well, I mean, that's another bad habit of mine, then, isn't mm. it? Not getting it straight. Yeah. Well, I suppose it is true because it takes a second, doesn't it, to get right? Yeah. It takes a second. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not, you're not, you're not 10 degrees off. No. Or 15 degrees off. It feels like a bad habit. Yeah. Now, now, that you've, well now that you've kind of been saying to me, it feels like <laughs> a bad habit. No, I'm using the straightening tool all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's like your crop tool. Your crop tool is by far the, 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 the photographer's preferred tool. Out of anything, anything that I could recommend. Is it your secret weapon? Can you, can you imagine not having your crop tool? The problem is, is, and I'll be honest with you, you know what? I, I, I'll go into Lightroom. And there's the traditional uh, uh, crops, isn't there? And I always prefer the one that I shot with in camera. Three by two. Uh, yeah, the number of times that I've gone and changed it and then changed it back again. So it's um, it's just horses for courses, isn't it? I, I I usually, when I'm using different cameras, like to shoot with the aspect ratio that the camera provides. Mm, me too. I don't know why. Three by two, yeah. Yeah, but the the medium format is not. And your phone isn't either. Mm. That's like it's four by three, isn't it? A lot mm. of times, um, and the medium format is more square as well. And I like to go with what. I, maybe that's just a but, little uh, challenge. Uh, yeah, well, it shows you you're seeing what you're seeing with looking through the. I got like three by two. You don't. No. So what do you crop your images to? Sixteen by by nine, if I can. And sixteen by nine. That's uh, my preferred. Is that because you're looking at them on the screen? Oh. Do you think I'm all? Well, no, TVs are 16 by 9 for a reason, because it's natural for the human being to look at them. I'm not saying don't do square crops. I don't do square crops, mm. but I'm not saying not to. I'm not saying don't shoot or compose 3 by 2 Sometimes I do do 3 by 2 Because as soon as you start to print, though, you 16 by 9 isn't that helpful. It's not. It's not. No, exactly. And also, and also how it, unless you get a custom frame, how it goes in the frame as well. Yeah, all the frame si- a lot of frame sizes are sort of customised. Or no, the, the, standard, the ones you sell. No, the standard <laughs> the standard frame sizes are all based around A3, A4, mm, aren't they? That's yeah. more yeah. 3 by 2, 4 by 6. Same mm. thing. Yeah. yeah, I can understand it. it, it I, one of my bad habits is uh, uh, getting the composition. Sorry, Paul, do you have any bad habits? Yeah, we, we no, you never asked me, do you? <laughs> but well, it was a funny one because uh, I have a habit of getting the composition and it's been great and then I start fiddling with it. And the composition is never as good once I've fiddled with it. You know, you're talking about getting, because one of your bugbears, isn't it, is, is that things are half poking into peeping a, in. peeping in. Uh, and uh, uh, I've started looking at my edges now and then tweak things and thought, no, I was right in the first place. And then I have to go back to where I'd originally composed it. That's so annoying can, when you do that, isn't it? When yeah. you, you, you feel like you've had it perfect, you muck about mm. and then you think, ah, oh, 
I need to go back now to what I had before. And and that's that that um, that sometimes can be information overload. So because in the subconscious with what Gary was saying, I was trying to do something that I've not done for years and years and years, and it messed up my work. Well, it messes up my workflow sometimes. It's not you, Gary, but uh, me fiddling around with. It can things. be similar in post production as well, can't it? When you you edit for too, if you edit for too long, maybe put in a bit too much contrast or a bit too much saturation. Got a tip of the week. Have you? Yeah, tip of the week is, and then loads of people say they do it anyway, but when you've been editing for a while and you're struggling, go away, go and have a cup of tea, even switch the computer off and come back 24 hours later and something that you think <clears> looks <throat> awful, you go the next day and you think that's not too bad. Yeah. I, I would say vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> or, or just press delete. Do you think that's a good tip, Gary? Yeah, absolutely. A, yeah, yeah. a similar tip that you can do as well is whether... As soon as you load it into your, as soon as you bring that up into the develop module or whatever you're doing, you're editing in, edit it in one minute. Just set your timer for one minute mm. and edit it in one minute mm. and see what you can do. Mm. Just with the normal sliders, even if you can drag in a gradient quickly mm. to darken the sky off. Just try doing it in one minute and see what it looks like. And I bet you, if you do that a few times, that won't look that much better if you spend three hours on it. Hmm. I bet if you if you're trying to get stuff right, in yeah, camera, I can understand what you're give saying. It a go. Yeah, see how quickly you can edit. No, it. I, I, I get that. And see how good it looks. And and I mean, I but the that. thing is, is, is if you're uh, editing, such as I know, because you're batch edit, I presume you wedding video, wedding images, but you you must know your go to settings. You know when you get oh absolutely. Uh, yeah. So you know for my sunsets, I've got go to settings for sunrises and same, and for certain uh, um, uh, uh, genres, whether it's woodland or whether it's but uh, um, shooting in rainy conditions, I know uh, uh, roughly what my settings are going to be. Yeah. And then it is fine-tuning. Yeah, and then you've got... You, I think you, a lot of your style comes from that as well, doesn't it? What I think your, it does. I think it does. The way you control the colour. Yeah, because I, mean, I know you've got certain um, um, colours that you use uh, uh, that with your split toning and oh. stuff that make your images, aren't they? Yeah. Or is we'll that a bad it. habit? Is it a bad habit doing the same thing each time? I'll be honest with you. What I end up doing is is uh, I've got my settings, but the way I've established those settings is by spending hours on an image, not trying to fine-tune the image, but by playing around with uh, the settings in the post-processing software to see what works and what doesn't. Yeah. It's interesting if you do what, because having now put a few presets together, yeah. if you have what you're talking about, you have a similar way that you edit every time, mm. set that up as a preset. And then you could apply it to lots of different images. Mm. And you start to get an idea of where those things work, what mm. type of images that will work on, mm. what it won't. It's just, a, it's a, just an I interesting think, yeah, sort of. I, I do that all the time. So do I. I've got, I've got, a, um, a, I've got loads of presets in my computer yeah. that uh, I've created myself that work for certain shots. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, I actually categorise them. So they're in, for example, I've got woodland presets uh, and, and uh, uh, in different categories like that. And then I'll think, well, that may work. Uh, but the way I've came, come across those presets, there's two ways to do it. Number one, you spend hours on an image, uh, get it right, and think that's a great preset, and you click it in, or you can experiment. And uh, mm -hmm. what I'm thinking I'm saying is is I'll normally experiment and play around and think that looks good. Yeah. If that makes sense. I especially do it with black and white. Yeah, I mean, it's the same for me with weddings when we're talking about presets, is that 
Um, I think that if you want to have consistency and show a client consistency in work, then black and whites, for instance, keep consistency with how you create a black and white or how you convert an image to black and white. Yeah. Don't have it so it's black and white with a hint of green, then hit black and white with a hint of red, and, and then it's sepia. Just keep it consistent so it looks very professional on your website. Yeah, it looks professional. You're delivering a product. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I think yeah. if, as you're learning and practicing it, I think it's important. You've got to so. play with it. There's absolutely. A, 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 oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, is uh, when I look at your images, because I've been privileged enough to see your wedding photographs in your studio, you have a style and that style is obviously compositional elements, but the way that you post-process your image. So I could look uh, at a group of uh, uh, images, and I would say that 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 wedding photograph there was shot by Gary Goff, and that's that, that's the experiences of, of your post-processing skills. Yeah, I think in it's black just, or white. just keep it consistent. But you've I think learned that's true. that you, over many years, haven't you? If I'm delivering a set of wedding images, there'll be one style for the black and white, and then a different style for the color. Like it's not, and I'll stick to that so you've mm. got you haven't got a whole range of saturations in your yeah. color images yeah and a whole range of contrasts in your in your black and white mm. there'll, it'll be a consistent look down the, one set of color one set of black and white and they'll be they'll be consistent and they almost fit together as well if you'd i mean if you, you right. if you shot your black and white images with a hint of green as a, a style and gary goff Im- image for a wedding photography, for wedding photograph, you're not going to then think, well, actually, I'll try it with sepia. That'll be your style, won't it? That preset. Uh, yeah. Within, within the same set of images. Within the same set of yeah. images. Yeah. yeah because you, you, it's not going to look. But imagine if you're a client, you're, you, it's your wedding. You, you get your images back. Some are brown, and, and, yeah, some you've green, got some, some green, blue. some blue, some sepia. Yeah. It would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, wouldn't look profes- it wouldn't look professional, I don't think. No, and I can't even think of a counter-argument for it either. There is none. It just, if I'm honest, it just looks very inexperienced. If you look at somebody's website, uh, I would, would, obviously this is on a business aspect, yeah, yeah, not, not, not landscape photography, yeah. where we urge you to practice and play around and experiment. But from a business point of view, if you look at somebody's website and you don't see consistency throughout, then, you know, alarm bells must ring. Yeah, you should be delivering a consistent product. Yeah. Like it's, that people are paying good money for. Yeah, but it comes yeah. your style. Why would somebody choose you over somebody down the road? They'll look at your portfolio online and think, I love the way he produces his images. Yeah. It's not just the post-processing, is it? It's, the- it's not. It's the whole yeah, gamut. Right. But if you rubbish your post-processing wedding images, <laughs> then they're going to look like the guy who took it with his iPhone. Did you see that uh, thing? Uh, it's going around at the moment where somebody ruined the wedding photography shot, the the key shot of them coming out of the church by sticking their iPhone in front of the wedding photographer, really? and they got the blurred oh, iPhone yeah. shot uh, of somebody taking the iPhone. Have you ever encountered that, Gary? Um, yeah, but we take a lot more control over our weddings. Do we, we do get it all the time. Yeah, we do. Be so frustrating. I'll, I'll go straight down, and I'll I'll even stop a bride and groom walking down the aisle really? in, a, in a yeah in a nice way. Yeah, people. What one one shot I take that the the, the the client always seems to really like is where you've got one of their mates taking a picture on a phone. Mm. Yeah, and you get behind them and you photograph you, it. You yeah, photograph yeah. the phone, yeah. and then the yeah. couple are then blurred out in the background. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah, so you got the you got the image on the phone. Yeah, that's shot, a good idea. Yeah. And then they're blurred out in the background. Uh, and we we do that all the time. I'm not sticking the mud. You know what? Because some people will just have a, an iPad as their camera at a wedding, and they'll lean into the aisle and they'll go to take a picture. Well. Yeah. I'll see that as a photo opportunity yeah, as well. Yeah, I'll rush. And sometimes I'll tap yeah. him on the shoulder if, yeah. if, if, 
if I've just missed that shot, and I'll say, just aim at them again, and of course they're like that, and compose guess, the shot. Yeah. It makes the guest feel comfortable as well, then, doesn't it? Like yeah, 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 yeah. That you're yeah. not in combat. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just some people are rude. They will step literally out into the aisle just to grab that shot because they want that shot. Yeah. And I just, I don't think it's rude. It is rude, but I think they don't think they think, do they? Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. on the radar. It's that, of course, yeah. Thought, thought yeah. process. They're not thinking. There's maybe that, maybe that. that's another bad habit. Getting in the way of a wedding photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I tell you, uh, here's Mr. Ios again. I need a cushion because I'm not as tall as you. Like. Uh, but my Ios is, is bad habits or rudeness is when photographers walk along and stand in front of you when you're taking an image, a landscape image, and walk down the beach and stand in front of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure about that one. Oh, why not? Because so I, don't, I don't think you have any right to that landscape. Well, it's like you don't so, have any right to your view, into it? It's still annoying if somebody builds a house in front of your house. Yeah, true. So, so that, what I'm saying is, is so, I'm saying that there's no right to it, and people will say that you've got no right. But I'm, you're stood on a beach taking a, a sunset, and it's it's coming five minutes before sunset. You've been there for an hour, and somebody walks in front of you twenty yards and steps up in front of you. Would you be annoyed? Are they a photographer? Yeah, you would if they were a yeah. photographer. If, it, if, they're, photographer. if they're just dog walkers. No, though. no, no, a landscape photographer. Right. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say anything, uh, and I would think they're a dick for mm. doing it. Oh, I'd, I'd say something. I wouldn't say anything, because people are going to do what they're going to do, aren't they? Like, yeah. I'm not interested in that kind of confrontation. I'd also, if they want to stand there, they can stand there. Like, I don't have any right to that scene. So if they want to be that dick that stands there, Fair place. Would you go cl- for it? But you, like, you've used the terminology uh, that you've just used there. Uh, but uh, would you think it is rude? Yeah, it is rude. So, but I wouldn't try to stop it. I've accounted your argument there, then, because you said, "Ah, well, they've all, everybody's got right to landscape." You think they're a dick and they're rude. That's all I was saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's been times when I've been running workshops and tours and stuff where we're, we're there's five or six of us set up in a location. Yeah. 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 And then someone who's not a member of our party will get in front of us. And you can sense people starting to get annoyed about it. And they're going to, then they just start discussing between themselves, let's go and say something. And I'll discourage them from doing that because mm. I don't think, like, if someone, if you're on a beach and someone wants to stand in front of your camera, there's nothing you can do. No, I agree. Right? So you have no right to tell them. Uh, I, 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 I know me as a landscape photographer, I never have, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't rile me. It does. No, it does rile you, but you. But equally, although you have no right to make them move, you can ask. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the like, thing. Uh, is, is I was <clears throat> I was at um, um, Dunstanborough about a year or so ago, and they happened twice. The first time, there were three landscape photographers. Two of them just walked up about 50 yards in front of me, and I was taking a picture of the boulders in the castle and set up in front of me. Another guy walked past, and he says, do you mind, because I'm going right down the beach there, do you mind I might be in your shot? I said, no problem at all, because I'll, I'll, I'll just yeah. take you out. And that's the difference between... People are funny. Huh? Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I edited <clears throat> uh, both um, people sets out. It wasn't a problem in post. But, I mean, the guy who asked me the question, I couldn't see him. He was a speck. He'd gone that far down the beach. The people yeah. who'd set up in front of me were talking 50, 60 yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he, you could obviously tell. See, I just find that funny. Yeah. Like, I find that le- that level of rudeness mm-hmm. funny. Like, it's just, I'll I'm not going to get upset about I'll that. Have to, like, have if you're time. that kind of person who's going to do that. Like, yeah. Just, the thing is, I, I, mean, I, I, I would challenge them because, because they're arseholes. 
It's as simple as that. Oh, and the only reason why I say that is because if, if I if I want to go forward of somebody that's taking a picture and they're there before me, I'll ask them. Yeah. May, a, either, a, how long are you going to be? Or like that person said to you, mm. Paul, uh, I want to take a shot right from the edge. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What we're saying is if you're, the sort, if you're listening and you're the sort of person that stands in front of another landscape photographer, yeah. Yeah, it's a bad habit. It's yeah. a bad habit. Yeah. It's yeah. a bad habit. So much so, I was, shoot, I was shooting at, <laughs> I was shooting at Bambra, and there was about six or seven landscape photographers all stood up, yeah. uh, uh, taking a picture of the archetypal what's the thing, and I couldn't get my shot uh, because I was in front of them and I was in the in the reeds. So what I did this is, is I stripped down to my swimming trunks and yeah. ran in front <laughs> of them, going going to into the sea and just had to swim. Oh, that wouldn't have been a good. This is why I. Good sight, I'm joking. It? This is exactly why I climb up mountains. Yeah. At sunset. <laughs> Because no one else is up there. No. <laughs> you get it to yourself, especially in the winter. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go out in bad weather. You yeah. Get, you won't bad have weather. Any, you bad won't, weather is, is awesome. You, you know won't have anyone stood in front of you then. Yeah. No, that's fair, fair. There it is. That's why I always say in the winter, it's great because lazy people stay at home. Mm. It's true. It's so true though, isn't it? Lazy people don't climb mountains either. God. I tell you what, we went up um, Haystacks last week. It was it was really busy. Was yeah, the landscape was really nice, but it was really busy up there. I was really surprised. Yeah, really surprised. I was expecting myself and maybe mm-hmm. one or two other people up there. What time were you up there? Quite a few. It was it was a Saturday as well. To be fair, <coughs> well, we were up there all night. We were well camped. But oh, did um, you? yeah, yeah. The sunset was so nice that when um, obviously when it started kicking in and the colours were great, there was a whole bunch of kids that obviously set up uh, a short distance away from where we were. But um, by the town, have you been up? Yeah. Okay, well, by that time, all the kids were all around there playing music and stuff. So clearly they were there to have a party. I, I don't have a problem with that at all. But, and I actually said it in my video, the sunset was so good that all those kids all came up right to the very, very top where we were. Right. And actually they were all taking pictures and selfies. and inst- yeah. But I love that. I think that's brilliant. Because yeah. even they enjoyed the sunset that much. I thought it was fantastic. Really, really good. But nobody stood in front of me. It's quite, I mean, you've got a bit of space up there anyway, haven't you? So, oh, yes. So, oh, yes, you have. Good photographs. Yeah. Cool. Are we done? I don't think so. No, no, I think no, we're all stopped. Like, we're going, we're going else. Well, I think we're just pondering being at the top of a mountain at sunset. Yeah. It's not yeah. Be nice today. There's nowhere else better, really. Isn't it's not nice today. You know, when you said you moved my phone away from me? Yeah. yeah. Right? And now I feel uncomfortable. Well, that's yeah. because I've got nothing to put in my hands. Because when it's at my studio, this cup is always full of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know about you, Paul, but yeah. I'm actually withering away. You're withering away. Absolutely. You get fed and water at my place. <laughs> There's fruit there. Oh, some fruit up there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was going to suggest we go out for dinner afterwards, but wasted away. We're all wasted away, aren't we? Hey, I've got a question for you. Good man. I thought about this the other day. What magazines do you read? Uh, on photography? Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what, what magazines do you read? read? Do, do, do you read you don't need magazines to go to the top shelf anymore? anymore? Um, no. I did. I until, think that's really sad. Up until about six or seven years ago, probably. Mm. I used to read magazines. But... Mm. The only time I read photography magazines is uh, when I'm on holiday and the Wi-Fi isn't good enough. I just want to chill out and switch the computers off and stuff. And now I'll, I'll maybe go to WH Smith and pick up a couple of three magazines and enjoy rifling it through them and having that tactile feeling of going through through the but magazines. But magazines are themselves. great now. But who, who who actually subscribes to magazines? Whether it's in a digital format 
or whether it's through the post. Who it's, actually does that? I'm now? thinking there must be lots, otherwise they'd be out of business. But I'll go, I'll give you an example. Is we've talked about tactility and what we like to do and don't like to do. If I'm going to use electronic methods to uh, uh, use a book, I will do it via audible means. So I'll I'll listen to a book. Right. But if I'm reading a book, I can't use a Kindle. I just don't like doing it. I far prefer to have uh, the pages in front of me. Right, okay. And so uh, 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 magazines are also, I do get uh, a little bit of pleasure from actually being able to rifle through the magazine. Yeah, I mean, the images do look nicer in print as well, mm. don't they? But <clears throat> one of my, uh, I was speaking to someone who, who was an ex-editor of one of the big magazines the other day. And he, he was saying that he, he, he doesn't do that anymore, but he, he's happy now because he can choose the paper stock right. that he really likes. So he spent his entire time as editor of this magazine having arguments with the company because he wanted to use a slightly better paper stock, mm. but they wouldn't let him because of cost. Mm. All right, okay. Uh, so you end up, I mean, it is, it's that very glossy kind of yeah. paper a lot of the time, isn't it? Which yeah. doesn't Sunday make the images always yeah. look quite as good. I mean, I think if you've used, if you've um, uh, should say had magazines for a number of months, what you do find is is the same old things get repeated every so often. There might be some good gear reviews in there and stuff like that, but you can get that online. Uh, it's just when you get the odd, odd, you know, six-page spread that Adam Carnach or Gary Goff has yeah. done, and it follows you. I find those really interesting yeah. to read, it's but nice you can read that online as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. but I, I think, unless I'm mistaken, I think I think that's it's a well, I think it's a shame that they're not available anymore. I mean, I don't know because I can't remember the last time I ever went to W H Smiths. But, but yeah, I, they I, are. They're well, still, they are still available. Yeah, they still are. Yeah, but as, ma- as many stuff, as many, I, I, I don't know. By the way, I'm asking the question. I don't know. I think there's almost as many. I'm sure a few of them will have gone out of production. But you know, a lot of them now offer the same uh, um, thing, but online. So yeah. you'll just uh, upload it. Online, so you is can there read a photograph? Is there a landscape photography magazine? Well, there's outdoor photographer, isn't there? Yeah. That's one of the bigger ones that runs that competition. Runs the competition. Oh, right, okay, well. okay. I know Digital Camera Magazine. I used to subscribe to that a lot, but um, that's still going. I think. But but we used to advertise an awful lot in magazines. I don't even think we have. <laughs> I'm not even sure. I don't think we advertise in magazines anymore. But what I have got in the studio is hundreds and hundreds of magazines unopened. Where you advertise, they send you the magazine, mm. so right. you can see uh, your, your advert yeah. in the magazine. Mm. I have hundreds of them, and do you know what? I cannot bring myself around to throwing them away. Oh, but that's nice. I can't. Sentimentality. Even though I don't open them and I don't read them, I, at one point I believe I will. Yeah. Even yeah, if I'm course. looking for inspiration or for yeah. ideas, mm. but that's what magazines are great it for. It used to be a really nice gift. I as think well, you're right. Yeah. Like a twelve month subscription mm. to digital photos, and mm. that was a really nice gift for people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But now I'd most probably get them a subscription to the Raw Room. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> the, the wife's got an app. Actually, to be fair, when, when I sort of started my YouTube channel, that was one of the things I was thinking about is we can take some of this away from digital. Because dig, print media is obviously struggling and it's been mm. overtaken by digital media, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Video included in that. Mm. Um, and I don't, I don't think a lot of them... Have transitioned very well. Haven't they, they haven't. I mean, a question for you: When have you? When? Well, you may most, most probably say, "Well, I never do." But when have you actually picked up a newspaper and read it? Not when last. last I mean, time? I, I don't. Not no. for a long time. No. I, I, but to, for somebody who tra- yeah. uh, traditionally, I used to like reading the paper. I don't read the paper now. Physically, I read it online. 
Yeah. I think I'm, I'm sure I heard someone talking about the photo magazines and saying that they have a circulation of twenty to 30,000, something mm. like that. Now, it's not a lot. That's nothing, no. is it? No. When you think about how many views our YouTube videos do yeah, yeah. in just one week. And have... it's funny because people, people, people take a lot of pride, though, in um, being in the magazine. Yeah. Uh, you know, even some of the big landscape photographers, even the big landscape vloggers that have been featured. Uh, but who's doing who the favour there, if you understand me? I mean, if if somebody who's big, so we'll use you as an example, uh, and you are featured in their magazine, you're really doing them the favour, aren't you, if you if you plug it on your channel rather than I mean, the other way I, around? I, I've been featured a couple <clears throat> of times in some of them. And it, I didn't get particularly excited about it. No, like it's it, and I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be modest or anything. It's just that it's not something that excited me. It was, no, there's other things that are, where that I've done that are, where I feel like I'm, I'm lucky in it. I, it felt much more exciting than that. Mm. Partly just because print media is not something I've been engaged with for so long. No, see, personally, I can understand why people would be excited with that. Oh, absolutely, I, I can. Yeah. I mean, if uh, uh, and this is not a plug, but to see yourself in print, to see your images in print, and in something that you can hold on to, that you can put in a drawer and bring it out twenty years later, I like that. Yeah. I, I'd be proud. I, I of, as well. I'd be it. proud of myself if that was me. Yeah, uh, and it's like uh, if you've ever seen yourself on TV, yeah, like a football match. You mm. pause it. Yeah. <laughs> what still, in the crowd? Yeah, there's a couple of t- there's a couple of times I got caught on TV in in when there's the a police, policeman, yeah, there's a police officer as well. That I still to this day, I've got a, I've actually found the footage. I might use it in a YouTube video. That'd be good because it was during the um, the Queen's uh, Diamond Jubilee when she did the the boat. Yeah, all right, procession. Yeah, was, was that it? was that when you were really good looking and all the women put? Yeah, 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 yeah it, was after, it was a bit after that. So I put so it was a about chunk on by then. twenty years ago. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a shot of the with uh, the Houses of Parliament uh, as they're coming under Westminster Bridge, and I'm I'm stood there, and you know, I'm just a dot, I'm this little yellow dot. Yeah, I remember where I was stood. I've still got that. Footage. And you said that was me. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. That was me. You to, you, 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 I've got no way of proving it's me because if you zoom in, it goes. <laughs> it's not. just like a few yellow pixels. Did you have a beard then? But couldn't you tell no, it were you because no. because there was all the girls hanging around you? No, yeah. I did have some nice. Women around me who were yeah, coping with the rain to get. Yeah, but he's got, you see, he's got no evidence. It's just him telling us this. Do you know what I've got? Yeah. I've still got my old, I mentioned the tunic. I've still got my tunic, which even doesn't even nearly fit me now. Right. <laughs> so that's, oh, that's good. It, it proves no, how they don't fit, fit you, but you yeah. still kept it. There's lots of things I'll about, it about Adam's past that. He tells us, but yeah, we're but not we really don't, sure if it's true. Don't believe a word he says, do we? It's like that guitar. Here's yeah. a guitar. We can all do that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, mean, I got a tambourine hanging up. But if you want me to play the tambourine for you, I can play the tambourine yeah. and a triangle. We're, we're, in, a problem. we're in Adam's living room at the moment, and he's got a guitar in the front room, and his excuse is all the strings aren't right. Yeah. <laughs> was that what it was? The strings aren't right, they broke. The E strings come off. But oh, the E strings. Maybe right. I wasn't even a cop. Yeah. No, I believe, I, be, I, I believe that. I do. I do. I believe that you're a copper. And, and I also believe that at one time you were young. <laughs> the rest yeah. of you've got to convince us. <laughs> the thin bit, we're not so sure about, but the young bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not, even the thin yeah. bit, I can understand, but these girls... You're in my house, but you still haven't seen my wife and kids, have you? <laughs> <laughs> no, are we going to get out alive? That's the thing. <laughs> well, look, turning it around ever so slightly, on, on a positive note, when it comes to 
perhaps the lack of magazines. We have this ebook system now, don't we? Isn't it a fantastic world now how you could, if you had the time, actually sit down and write out an e-magazine, put it together, compile it, whether it's with just your pictures or yours and your friends' pictures, and actually bring it out on a monthly basis mm. if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah, you have the ability to do that. It takes, a lot, it takes a lot of work. Though, it's a lot of work oh, because it's you need it's the advertising revenue, which which is what they make the money on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is convincing people to start a magazine, an e-magazine from nothing, to uh, bringing in your in a living. Yeah, but for you to get for your work to get featured in a magazine, that's that takes a lot of hard work on your behalf. Yeah. Or, or you get lucky with a magazine approaching you. Let's be honest. But more often than not, you're approaching a magazine. Can you please show off my work? Because it's brilliant. But, you know, it, that's a hard thing to do. Isn't that what F-Stoppers is now and Petapixel? And the, those sort of blog... That's what a blog is, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't know how F-Stoppers are that. Yeah, but you can pay F-Stoppers now to to feature your video, can't you? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not 100% certain. So, but... Um, um, and then people are thinking, well, that's brilliant because you're on F-stoppers. Or, you know, you it, that's I mean, down you, to you, your budget. I mean, I, I've been on there a few times and never paid a penny. No, no. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but I think I think companies can pay yeah. for a feature. It was yourself sure. that was telling me, yeah, I'm I sure. Think, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Let's find out. Well, let's well, if. Let's monetize this channel, take some of the money and get them to well, with the get twi- stoppers to feature the photo. With notes. the two million views <laughs> we get a, a week, we'll, we'll, we don't need to monetize it, do we? <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, dear. We keep mentioning uh, monetizing um, our podcast. We what, what, well, what does that mean for people who might be put off by the mere thought that we're talking about monetizing the podcast. I think it's that unique thing that people think if you're working on YouTube or whatever or podcast land that you you do it for free. I think it's. I mean, we will need to monetize. I think if we want to keep doing it, like if personally, I think if we want to keep doing this, we need to try and make it easier for ourselves. Because it's, it's not. It's not going to detract from the content, though, is it? I think. I think, I think what if we, anything, it will increase the content. Well, that's because, what we said. Because some money will come in. We can get some pay someone else to do the editing, so we yeah we can just focus on. Chatting rubbish. Yeah, which is we what we said off camera. We could potentially do an outdoor vlog mm. uh, with someone helping us. Like we're not. I don't think it, I, any of us are looking to get rich off this. I don't think like, it's no, going to. No. I don't. It's just, I, but it's just about making it as easy as possible for us and allow us to keep doing it. I think it, uh, I nothing happens for free. Non, it, like, it's, no. it, it's we're not kidding ourselves that we're going to make a living from this, but we enjoy getting together, don't we? Three yeah. people having a chat, having a laugh because it blows a lot of steam of everyday life. Yeah. Three lads getting together, not necessarily getting completely roaring drunk either, and we laugh and we joke over a coffee. Uh, but to do that. Uh, there are there are cost implications yeah, cost yeah if we want to make things a bit slicker so what we'd end up doing is, is any money so if you ever see us sponsored which we're not at the moment or monetizing any money that we get is going back into production and so it looks a bit easier on your eyes and for us to do all the little we're things we're all giving up time to do this when we could be spending that time earning money can we so it's not like absolutely if we can kind of earn a bit of money on this from this podcast to make it better mm. and to allow us to keep doing it. Mm. I hope people will understand that. Yeah. And if they don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go and watch something else. Yeah. <laughs> Go and yeah. watch Frono's who earns millions. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure he does to be oh, I don't know how much he's on. I don't know. I was saying this to 
Gary, actually, uh, uh, when we were coming over here. If you want to make become rich on YouTube, don't go into landscape photography right. because the people who are earning millions on YouTube and the millions of subscribers talking absolute rubbish <laughs> uh, about everything, and that they're the ones that are making lots and lots of money. Just make camera gear reviews. I think that's the way to yeah. Just do that. I don't even. I, I was saying, if you want to, if you want to earn a lot of money, buy a four by four and show yourself doing it up, and then you'll have two million views within a few months. You know, I was talking to my friends about this the other day because we we've just started doing a bit of gaming again. Because mm. uh, Santa Claus brought my daughter a, a Nintendo Switch for Christmas. Cool. And I've started having a little go of it. So we've started doing a bit of online gaming again, which we used to do quite a lot mm. when we were kind of... What with the Nintendo? Our, yeah, no. Uh, like, but we used to do it a long time ago with our PCs when mm. we were like 18 to sort of 22 or something. Yeah. Well, you could do an old man gamers YouTube channel, couldn't you? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> but we were saying, like I said, I wish I can't watch gaming channels on YouTube because mm. I kind of wish I'd done that. Yeah. Because we used to be quite all right at gaming and we were obviously that... First generation of gamers. You'd have been a multi-millionaire by now. Because they are. Yeah, that's my point. They are. So I yeah. feel a bit sorry Let for myself, I didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> so what sort of games are you going to play then? Online, you mean, against your friends? Well, we are doing now. We play a bit of Rocket League, which is a game like... Is that the one with the cars? Football, football. Car football yeah, yeah, I play that, but not on the Nintendo yeah. Switch. I play it on the PS4. So yeah, but it's, cross it's good fun, that. It's cross-platform, cross so you can... Oh, is it? Yeah. Let me know. Invite me. So I used to play... Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> I'll play it. I'm, I'm good. Anyway, we've crossed into, we've di finally digressed away from photography. Oh, no, of course, <laughs> of course. But, you know, there's more ways to, easy way, easier, let's put it this way. I think there's honestly easier ways to make money than YouTube. You're never going to get rich. Well, there is, uh, doing YouTube photography. We do it for the love of it. But if you want to do it, do it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Does that conclude this I think it does, yeah. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, I think that was great. Thanks for listening. And check out the details down below to find out when we're going to be getting together. Yeah, that'd be awesome. If you can all come, that'd be great. And um, we've been accused of not having, uh, well, we're not our guests, but but lady interaction would be good, wouldn't it? Mm. If we could get a couple of and young, uh, people. Yeah, young people come along and you can ask the questions and we can interact with you guys as well, the ladies. I also got accused on that recent video of not giving back to the vlogging community mm. as well. So there you go. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to turn up. And for free. Yeah. Imagine if everybody you know, I won't go there. Well, go on, say it. <laughs> no, I mean, imagine if everybody that grates us on um, Facebook or whatever actually turned up on the. You know what? Honestly, that would be brilliant because to finish on, if they came and they called us as much as they do on the comments, I could handle that yeah. because I could call them back. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and we'd have a laugh and they'd look at us and they'd laugh and say, oh, yeah. get stuff. We want a thumbs down yeah. night. Yeah. Come and tell us why you gave us a thumbs Maybe down. Maybe call it that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Come to it? our thumbs down night. That's have what we'll call it. Yeah. That's what we'll call it, the thumbs down podcast night. Yeah, thumbs down, yeah. <laughs> with, Ga awesome. with Gary Adam and uh, Gobshite. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it rhymes, you get it? Podcast night with Gary, Adam and Gobshite. Yeah, perfect. Job done. Finish on that. <laughs>